Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Morning Update. My name is Henry Jennings and it is Thursday the 24th of June. And as usual, with all the information contained in this presentation or podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this presentation. If you need to, you can pause the PowerPoint slide here and read our disclaimer in full or go to our website and read the disclaimer there. All right, well, an interesting uh, night in the US for being very uninteresting, to be honest. A very much a summer lull. Volumes down and the market drifting around. Still can't make up its mind, really, whether it wants to go up or go down, whether it wants to uh, listen to Jerome Powell or whether it wants to listen to some of the other Federal Reserve members who are out and about this week. We have another one last night talking about rate rises in late 2022. So the market in a little bit of a dither, to say the least, and an awful lot of not much happening. Dow Jones falling in the end in a late sell-off, down 71 points or 0.21%, 33,874. The Nasdaq scraping higher despite some antitrust uh, potentially problems heading towards uh, the hill. Uh, Nasdaq up 18 points or 0.13%, and the S&P 500 pretty much in the middle for diddle there, down 5 points, 0.11%. And the VIX index, interestingly, down 2.04 to 16.32. So lack of volatility in the underlying market does lead to that VIX index coming off. That is the price of option premiums in the CBOE market. So with no volatility in underlyings, you would expect to see some people get a little bored of holding long option positions and sell them down. We have got our SPY futures down 29 points or 0.4 of a percent today. 71.70 is the SPY futures price. It did close last night below 7,300. And we did have a little bit of a sloppy day yesterday. But I suspect all eyes will be on New South Wales and Sydney this morning as Auntie Glad will give us an update on coronavirus cases and further restrictions if necessary. I had a, t- a test yesterday and was negative. It only took 14 hours to get the results pretty quick. Um, in commodities last night, we saw Brent crude, the oil price kicking higher and some talk about $100 oil in sight. Brent crude up half percent, 0.38 cents to 75 WTI cruising as well, 23 cents to the good, up 0.32%, 73.08. And we also saw the gold price higher, up 6 bucks to 17.83.40. And that was up 0.3%. That iron ore price is wrong. That was up 1.8% or $3.90 to 216.60. And the Aussie dollar, 75.72, so just slightly higher than we closed last night. Metals on the LME had a pretty good night, especially copper up 2.3%, nickel up 1.8%, aluminium up 0.4%, zinc up 1%, lead up 0.9%, and tin up 0.3%. The reason was the Chinese did release some of their strategic stockpiles but the releases were far, far smaller than many market participants had anticipated. And so that metals exchange prices took heart from that and pushed higher there. As far as uh, you can see here, the S&P 500 
coming under pressure at the end, uh, very much a sell-off, but volume is very light. It is the summer in the US, peak driving season, peak holiday season as we head towards the 4th of July. Looks like Biden's going to miss his deadline for the vaccination program for July 4, but only by a smidge. But uh, certainly the American market at the moment very much becalmed and having this summer lull, as the Green Day once said, wake me up when September ends. Major stories last night. Uh, Powell said the Fed will not preemptively raise rates on inflation fears and it signalled high hurdles for policy tightening. But the Democrats' two-track strategy looks increasingly complicated on the infrastructure bill and Schumer and Pelosi to meet White House officials to discuss path forward on infrastructure. Given that Donald Trump was very keen on infrastructure spending back in 2016 and failed to get any kind of uh, spend there, and he controlled the, uh, the houses and the narrative, it does seem unlikely that they're going to get an easy answer to this one. Eurozone PMI, economy, uh, the economy growing at fastest rate in 15 years. The UK PMI slight slowdown in pace of output. Uh, Japan, the June factor activity expands the slowest pace in four months. A Delta variant could be the dominant strain in the US in two to three weeks. And we are seeing an increase in cases in the UK and worryingly, I guess, also an increase in hospitalizations in the UK. Uh, the Delta variant is the greatest threat to eliminating COVID, said Dr. Fauci. And the White House has admitted the US will not hit 70% vaccination target by July 4. And the Oxford University study shows AstraZeneca vaccine effective against Delta and Kappa variants. And China condemns latest U.S. warship transit of Taiwan Strait. And we even have, just to keep things interesting, uh, the Russians firing missiles uh, over Royal Navy, British Royal Navy ships in Crimea. So that keeps things interesting. As far as our market goes today, we do get the ABS business conditions and sentiment. Big thing today, I think, will be the Endeavour Group listing. That kicks off at 12 p.m. Woolies will own 14.6% of Endeavour, and Bruce Matheson will own the other 14.6%, with existing shareholders of Woolies owning the balance. And talking IPOs, the PEXA IPO, they've got their final book build today. Should go well. Looks like it will be an attractive offer. Metal prices rise. Chinese China releases less strategic stockpiles as forecast. <clears throat> and interestingly, since the start of last year, one in 10 LICs have been wound down or morphed into a different structure. That includes an ETF structure. Late yesterday afternoon, Liberty Financial Group upgraded its prospectus forecast for the financial year 2020. Uh, reflecting better-than-expected trading performance. And Tesla was up 5.3% last night after the electric vehicle maker said it opened a solar-powered charging station <coughs> with on-site power storage in China. In the US, manufacturers are struggling to secure raw materials and qualified workers, substantially raising prices. It's a problem that I suspect we are seeing here. And US new home sales dropped 5.9% to a seasonally adjusted annual rate 769,000 units last month, which is the lowest level since May 2020. Uh, housing affordability is becoming a big problem in the US, much like it is in Australia, and listings and sales have dropped off as people stay put and don't sell out. Uh, we've seen big falls in foot traffic in big shopping malls in Sydney, Westfield, Bondi Junction, pretty much deserted, so another leg down, another problem for retailers there, and 
Westpac has ruled out the spin-off of its New Zealand business. And Westfield, uh, West Farmers rather, and Brookfield are eyeing buying Australia's largest cancer care provider, Icon Group. <clears throat> and iron ore sales to China, as we saw yesterday from the ABS numbers, increased 20% in May, driving our merchandise exports to a record $39.2 billion. Price increases and the sale of meat also helping there. <clears throat> Question of the day today. What will you do with your EDV shares? These are the Endeavour shares. If you're a Woolies shareholder, you are now an Endeavour shareholder uh, rather than just a Woolies shareholder. So what will you do with your EDV shares? The company has split into two. Endeavour Group is the drinks and liquor hospitality business, including Dan Murphy's and the pokey machines as well. So will that put you off? Uh, being long Endeavour Group shares. Thanks very much for listening. Head on over to the Facebook discussion group. Love to have your thoughts, ideas or insights over there. It's a great group. Members helping members is the motto. Uh, Chris gave a great chart chat yesterday. And if you want to catch up with that because you couldn't be there and ask your question, it is on our webinars page and the recording is available there for your edification. Thanks very much for listening and have a great session.